Yes, this is not a misprint. This is My Car Guru, episode 201. Well, hello, folks. This is Lenny Lawson, the Car Guru. Thanks for tuning in one way or the other, whether you're doing it on the podcast or on the live radio show. Um, I do want, before I go any further, I want to tell you guys something I'm excited about. It is our, I started to say biannual, but that means every two years, I guess semi-annual Cars and Coffee event. Yes, the Gateway Cars and Coffee event is coming up on October 22nd. That's a Saturday. We will start, probably cars will start arriving somewhere around 7, 7.30, and we will be here until approximately noon. So it's what you, it's kind of an informal car show. There's no trophies. You know, it's not one of those things. People just bring what they have, and they park it, and they drink coffee, and there'll be some a few vendors there and stuff like that might be selling some food. I'm going to have donuts and bagels. Nothing healthy. Um, that's not intentional. It's just easier. Uh, Peggy Ann, the ba- the famous Peggy Ann Bakery, is going to be here, so I will make sure I have enough of those. Well, it depends on how many people show up. I could run out. I mean, do people really want to eat donuts at like 11? Well, maybe some do. I don't know. But the Cars and Coffee event, I'm going to have as many of my cars as I can get down here. I wish I had a couple done, like my 65 convert- convertible. I'd like to have it done, but it won't be. It won't have the in- – well – October 22nd. Nope, not going to be done. We're still trying to get that thing wired up. I didn't think it would take as long as it has. I've got one of my regular techs at Gateway. He's been here a long time. We call him the doctor. And he has been uh, wiring it on Saturdays when he doesn't want to go do something else. So he comes in and wires a little bit, puts some wires in there. and Now he's pretty much got everything run. He just got to hook up some of my new accessories that I'm putting in this vehicle. Trying to decide whether to put air conditioning in it. This is 65 Mustang convertible, kind of a resto mod, not much. You know, I've got, uh, I I rebuilt the engine to the point where instead of having the original 215 horsepower, it's got about 320. It's got a different carburetor on it. Um, Didn't go with headers. I decided, nah, I'm not going to put headers on this. Uh, I, I, I just decided, plus it was a lot cheaper. And um, I just thought I'd clean, keep it clean looking underneath the hood. But it's all, it's going to be nice. Um, white with red interior and a black canvas top. Not just a cheap old plastic convertible top. This will be canvas. And so, you know, it's a power top. And, you know, it didn't have, of course, the only air conditioning it had was kind of this unit that, that kind of protruded underneath the dash. It was kind of gross looking anyway and not very effective. But now the modern air conditioners I can put in that uh, will have kind of hidden vents. You can still see them a little bit, but it's all up underneath the dash. And it's um, non-intrusive, I should say. But do you really, do I need to spend another $1,200 putting air conditioning in this thing? Might be more than that with labor, probably $1,500. I don't think so. I think it'll be a great spring car, great fall car, great summer car, except for the vinyl seats. You probably don't want to wear shorts and no shirt. Of course, I usually drive with my shirt on. Don't you? At this stage in my life, I've got nothing under my shirt that anybody would really want to see. So we'll just go with that. Hey, I've been warning over the last few years, warning about uh, warranty solicitations. Well, I got one in the mail myself. So this is something that you will get 
I don't know, is a could be an email. Uh, could actually get a phone call from one of those robo callers, uh, or you could get something in the mail like I did. And so I opened it up. It was from Ford, and I just want to say, okay, I know this is a warranty solicitation because it said uh, there when you need us. The, oh, sorry, there when you need us the most now and down the road. That was a pretty clear indicator on the envelope that this was some type of a solicitation from Ford. So I opened it up, and it sure was. Now, um, Ford has kind of a, well, there's kind of an issue here. You think about them encouraging you to buy a warranty on the product that they built. You know, is that kind of saying that maybe we didn't do such a good job? Yeah, probably not. You know, when they think about... um, protecting your vehicle for future repairs, you're really protecting your budget because it's really expensive to fix things. You know, they they put some numbers here. It was for a Ford Edge, for example. No, this is, I'm sorry, this is for a, well, they have one for a Ford Edge and one for an F-150, which I'm driving F-150. Uh, transmission, if you need a transmission, that's $6,970. Engine, 10212 if you need a steering gear, $1,633. Headlamp and tail lamp assembly. I don't know why you'd need both at the same time. But there you go, $2,790. I remember you get a headlight bulb for, I don't know, $2. You know, just unscrew it, put the new one in, and there you go. Now it's a major project. You have to take a home mortgage to pay for your headlights. Uh, the AC evaporator core, just one component of the, of the air conditioning, $1,516. Yeah, if the lane-keeping system fails, it's 631. You know, it's not real encouraging. But then they say if you want to protect your vehicle um, and really protect your budget, then you can buy an extended warranty from them. Uh, They have several different plans, premium care, extra care, base care, powertrain care. So premium care has a comprehensive coverage of up to 1,000 components. I wonder what – if they say 1,000 components – how many components are there on a car? And how do I know what's not being covered? Well, I, what I tell you folks to do is to buy a policy that is uh, basically disclosed. It's an exclusionary policy. So we cover everything except these things. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see everything that you cover because I'm, you know, I may not be real knowledgeable about cars, and I don't know what's not on this list. Uh, powertrain care, you know, that's pretty much going to be what makes the car go, all the internally lubricated parts, like the engine and its internal parts. Now, a lot of you may say, well, what if the carburetor goes bad? That's not an internal part of the engine. You bolt it to the engine. Anything that's bolted to the engine would not be covered under a powertrain warranty. Uh, that would include your transmission, though, and uh, your differentials. You know, if you have a front-wheel drive car, it's the, called the Transaxle, it's the combination of the transmission and the drive axles. So powertrain care, should it cost a lot less than uh, the extra care or the premium care? Of course it should. So, you know, the only way you find out the prices is to call the 800 number. They don't quote anything here. I've seen some warranty solicitations from some other companies that actually quote the, um, the dollar amount. But see, they all want you to call. You know why? Because if you resist, then they can basically come up with an argument for you to go ahead and buy it. They can put the squeeze on you. Uh, Also in this Ford mailing that I got is they offer to finance the extended warranty. 
Uh, they have an interest-free installment program. That's a good rate, zero percent. Um, so you could let's say you're making you're still making payments on your car. See, the only reason they sent this to me is because my F one fifty is getting ready. Well, I mean it's it's out of its first year, so uh, they don't realize I only have ten thousand miles on it. But they want to get ahead of me, and they want to make sure that that if I do buy a warranty, that I don't buy it from one of those shade tree warranty companies or shady warranty companies. I'd rather buy it from Ford, and you should, you know, buy the brand of warranty that basically your car is. If you if you are driving a, I don't know a, a Stellantis, what's that? Yep, that's a Chrysler product, like a Ram or a Jeep or something like that. If you're driving a Stellantis product, then you should probably buy a Stellantis warranty. Uh, if you're buying a Honda, then you should probably buy a Honda extended warranty. See, I haven't called in an extended service contract until just now because that's really what they are. They're not really warranties. So a warranty is something provided by the manufacturer at no cost. Oh, by the way, I saw an advertisement the other day on the TV. You know what that is? Most of you use the Internet now, but if if you were watching TV, you might see an ad where somebody's offering something free. Um, You know, if you buy a car from us, get free gas for a year. Well, that's illegal. They can't say that. Now, they're doing it, though. They're saying it, aren't they? They're on the TV saying it, that it's free. But that is against the law in this particular state, which is the state of Tennessee. You cannot say something is free if you have to buy something else to get it. Does that make sense? It's, you know, you can have this, you can have this free swimming pool. We'll just give you a swimming pool. But you got to buy this million-dollar house. I'd rather just have this free swimming pool. But no, you got to buy the house first. Well, I can't afford a million-dollar house whether you're not getting the swimming pool. Well, that's the same thing with the free gas or whatever offer they're doing for free. So stop it. Stop saying stuff's free when it's not. You know, you can't even say that um, if you buy a vehicle, you get a lifetime powertrain warranty included in the deal. So what does that mean? Well, I'm, you know, just like our lifetime warranties that we offer on the vehicles that we sell at Gateway, I have to pay for those. I mean, I have to uh, – I can't say that it's free. Does it affect my cost? Yes. Does it affect the price that I sell the car for? I can't say that it does. We use it as a marketing tool, and we'd expense it as a marketing tool. Some dealers may just – Add it to the cost of the car, and they say, okay, sales managers, you have to charge extra to cover the cost of this warranty. I mean, a lot of them just look at it differently. Now, in order to be competitive in this particular market, if you don't offer a lifetime powertrain warranty um, included with the deal, you're not competitive because all the other dealers offer it. You know, I had a, one of my major competitors. This is like, I don't know, four or five years ago, maybe longer than that, one of my major competitors started offering a lifetime powertrain warranty, and I didn't have one. I said, well, I'm not going to charge people extra for a car just you know, so they can have a lifetime powertrain warranty. But, man, there was a lot of value there, and I was just maybe I was just being stubborn. I don't know. But this other dealer was you know, paying for it and you know, either including it with the deal or uh, actually charging the customer more for it. Who knows how they do their accounting? But I had people come down to my dealership and said, I'll buy this car from you. Uh, 
but you don't have a lifetime powertrain warranty. Well, the other dealer does. So I lost some deals, even though I was cheaper. I mean, what is the perceived value of a lifetime powertrain warranty? Again, it only covers the engine, transmission, and drive axles, which are the internally, just the internally lubricated parts for life. Now, what, is, what does life mean? Well, it's not your life unless you keep the car until you die. Um, it is basically for as long as you own the car. Is it transferable? No, it's not. So you can't, like, I don't know, if you've, your neighbor really likes your car and says, you know, if you ever decide to trade that thing, I'd like to buy it. And you finally decide to go buy a new car, and he said, well, I'd like to buy a new car. Uh, does that lifetime powertrain warranty come with it as well? And if you said yes, you would be lying to him because it does not. Those are not transferable. So just remember that. But anyway, I'm not going to buy this warranty from Ford. You know why? Because I'm, I've already got my new F-150 ordered. I've got one coming. You know, so many people will make the decision. I don't know whether they just don't think about it. They're in the finance office. They're all excited. And the finance manager said, would you like to buy an extended service protection that would protect you for eight years or 150,000 miles? Well, yeah, that sounds good. And they go ahead and buy it. They don't ever keep a car that long. You know, they trade every three or four years. And uh, and usually the vehicle's under warranty for that period of time. The factory powertrain warranty covers for, I think, five years, 60, or five years, 100, unless you're buying a Hyundai. And that's, uh, I think, six years, 100,000 miles. So, you know, you just got to think about it. So if, you know, if the price wasn't too outrageous <clears throat> and you're going to keep a car for a pretty long time, and you kind of live paycheck to paycheck anyway, and you worry about uh, repair bills, I, I wouldn't discourage you from doing that. Just if you're going to buy one, don't buy it from a, a phone solicitation or any other kind of a mail thing, you know, where it says, emergency, limited time offer, act now or lose the opportunity to buy, you know, something like that. Um, that's a come on for a crappy product, I guarantee it. So you just have to think about that. Okay, I'll take my first break. Be back here in just a minute. So don't forget, Cars and Coffee, Saturday, October the 22nd, at right in front of my dealership, Gateway Ford and Gateway Nissan. And I am going to be there. And I would love to meet you. I'd love to buy you some coffee and some donuts. Did I say we we're going to have bagels too? Probably not. That's too much trouble. We don't have a toaster. I don't have to have a toaster. I am going to have a, a nice tent set up, you know, for the shade and some uh, lounge chairs for people to sit in and shoot the breeze. I'll take you a tour of uh, my dealership if you want to go, and uh, we'll look at some of the old cars that I've been talking about all these years, including the star of the show, the 1965 Corvair Convertible, the Corsa. I just had it tuned up, and man, is it running good. So, uh, Come down, October the 22nd, Saturday. I'm just hoping we get through this weekend. Uh, Alabama is coming to Knoxville. There is a definite family conflict here. My grandson, the big Alabama fan, who knows why? I think he just always wanted to go with a winner. Of course, they've only beat Tennessee about 19 times in a row, some ridiculous number like that. And the Vols have a chance. I mean, they Tennessee went down to LSU and – Kick some of that LSU bootay. Can you say that on the air? Well, it just did. And so uh, 
there the Crimson Tide are coming to Knoxville, and uh, it's going to be noisy there. I'm going to be glued to my TV. I just can't go. I just get too nervous. I want them to win. I like to be able to turn it off and switch to HGTV or, or, you know, the cooking channel or something so I can de-stress, and then I'll go back and, um, you know, follow the game. I think Tennessee can win. I mean, you're you're talking about the number one playing the number six, I believe. So we shall see what happens. Okay, so I had a a phone call from a a friend of mine. He happens, happens to be a gazillionaire. I don't. He's he's the only gazillionaire I have as a friend, but he is a was a big pilot and owned a bunch of airplanes and jets and stuff like that. And uh, I stopped being a Lincoln dealer because Lincoln offered me bribed me basically offered me a bunch of money to not be a Lincoln dealer, and it was just too big of a number to reject because it would take me ten years of selling every Lincoln I got for MSRP to get that much money. And I knew that wasn't going to happen, so I gave it up. Well, he owns a Lincoln, and he bought it from another dealer, and he said he called me up because I saw him on Saturday at the big air show that they had in Greenville, air and car show. And so uh, he said, can I get my oil changed at your dealership? And I said, well, of course. And he said, well, I didn't know since you're not a Lincoln dealer anymore. I said, well, I can even do warranty work on Lincolns. Any Ford dealer can do warranty work, if you're still under warranty, uh, on a Lincoln. A lot of Lincoln owners don't realize that. Now, Lincoln dealers want you to come to them, and you probably get a few extra services. I know Lincoln requires their dealers to do pickup and delivery and uh, car wash and all that stuff if they service a Lincoln, you know, because rich people buy Lincolns, right? And rich people like to have their cars washed. That's not true. Some of them have the rattiest cars I've ever seen. But anyway, he wants to get his oil changed. And, you know, it made me think about where people get their oil changed. I think the three biggest mistakes car owners make is to go to the fast loop place to get the oil changed. That's number one. Number two is they go through a uh, car wash, you know, where they you got all these machines with these big brushes beating on the side of your car. That's number two. And number three is really a two-parter. They don't rotate their tires every 5,000 miles, and they don't get a front-end alignment or a four-wheel alignment every year. Now, I realize it may take a few extra minutes, maybe 15 minutes more, to get your oil changed at the dealership. But they go to a totally different level than what the Jiffy Lube or Fast Lube place does. The Fast Lube place has checklist, but it's short, and they don't check all the things. They're not factory trained. They're just a bunch of guys that they hire at $15 an hour to come in, and they teach them how to change oil, and, and that's all they do. They're not mechanics. You know, if you go to the typical dealership, that you're going to have a at least a C tech, which there's A, B, and C. A is the top, B is the second, and then C. You at least you'll have a C tech who has quite a bit of experience with automobiles underneath your car and uh, doing the service work on it. And like I say, yeah, I may, you have to make an appointment. You know, it's not something you just all of a sudden you're going to Powell's and say, well, whoa, there's an oil change place. I think I'll get my oil changed. That's not the way you should approach it. Your car is more important to you than that. And plus, they don't use factory filters. They're not necessarily using the, the brand of oil that is recommended for your car. They're using their bulk oil, whatever they have in big 55-gallon drums. Whatever they could get the cheapest price on, that's what they're using. So there you go. 
on the fast lube. The second thing is going through a car wash is bad for your car. It's bad for your paint. It actually scratches your car. I don't care what they say how soft it is. It's not good for your car. I know it's convenient. It's easier. But to have your car hand washed once a month, it might cost you, I don't know, $45 if you can find a place that, you know, that's close to you. We have one that locally does it for about 25 bucks. Now, you can go through the car wash for 12 but, you know, you're not going to get sanding or scratches all over your, your paint. That You know, if you do that enough times, uh, those scratches just won't buff out. And it really affects the, the appearance of your vehicle and then the resale value. Okay, what was the other one? Oh, yeah. I just put a new set of Michelin tires on a vehicle of mine. And I want those tires to last. They were expensive. You know, they were, oh, well, it was well over. It's about $1,200 total because, you know, kind of high-end tires. But now I, I put a set of tires on a customer's car the other day, and it was 350 for all four. So, I mean, it's still a pretty expensive thing to have to do. What does a, a tire rotation cost? Well, at most places, it's about $10 extra over, over and above the oil change to get your tires rotated. And it is so important to do that because especially on front-wheel drive cars where the front tires are doing most of the work, they're doing 70% of the braking, 100% of the steering, and 100% of the power. And uh, if you've got a slight alignment situation, you're going to wear out those tires way before uh, their time is due. I've seen people go 80,000 miles on a set of tires because they rotated them and because they got an annual uh, front end or four-wheel alignment. So these are just some really simple maintenance things that will drive down your cost of ownership and improve the trade-in value of your car and just make it last longer. And plus, if you get it done at the dealership, you've got all those records together, and then if you ever have a big warranty claim, like you have an engine fail, and it's after the warranty has expired, first thing they're going to look at, they're going to pull up your history. Where did they get their oil changed? If you went to XYZ or the big box store, you know, where you can go shop around and buy groceries and buy fishing rods and, and also get your car serviced, then they're not going to help you. But if you got it serviced at the dealer, then they will help you. I've seen it too many times. They look at the history first and then see if you're a loyal customer. I think that makes sense because they know that it's been properly cared for and they want you to buy another car of their products at some point in the future. And so does the dealer, just like me. I mean, and once you come back, you get to know the service advisors, you get to know the service manager, you know the people in the sales department, then all of a sudden you've got an advocate there for you and they don't they wouldn't disappoint you for the world. Wouldn't it be better to walk into a dealership where you know everybody by first name? I think so. That's that's rare in this society though, isn't it? A lot of people don't even know their neighbors. But you know this neighbor, Lenny Lawson, the car guru, call me 552-2020. That's area code 423-552-2020 or send me a text and I'll help you any way I can. We'll see you next time.